Hawthorne is some of our best herbal medicine for nourishing the heart. This episode was previously published on YouTube, but is being posted on the podcast for the first time. Please overlook any references to it being a video. This is one of my favorite solo shows, not only because I love Hawthorne, but also because in researching this episode, I found a whole other way to make tea, and it has forever changed how I make tea. Stay tuned to hear this very particular but simple way to make Hawthorne leaf and flower tea. Welcome to the Herbs with Rosalie podcast, a show exploring how herbs heal as medicine, as food, and through nature connection. I'm your host, Rosalie de la Forêt. I'm an herbalist teacher and the best-selling author of the books Alchemy of Herbs and Wild Remedies. I created this podcast to share trusted herbal wisdom so that you can get the best results when relying on herbs for your health. I love offering up practical knowledge to help you dive deeper into the world of medicinal plants and seasonal living. My goal is that you'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to start working with herbs in your everyday life. Each episode of the podcast is available on my Herbs with Rosalie YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast app. Transcripts and recipes for each episode can be found at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. To get the latest news as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my weekly herbal newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea. Let's dive in. Hawthorne flowers and leaves offer so many gifts, especially for nourishing our hearts. In this video, I'm sharing about the benefits of hawthorn flowers and leaves and how you can best work with this plant to support your cardiovascular system. Okay, let's dive in. Several years ago, while visiting Ireland, I fell in love with hedges. Lining the roads and fields, these boundaries of stone walls and plants are teeming with life. Hawthorne shrubs were some of the most prominent plants along these hedges. Sometimes they grow close to the stones and other times they would shoot far beyond the original stone fence. I walked along those hedges for miles and miles. I was infatuated with the abundance of hawthorns, those red berries, the gnarly textured branches, and the many haphazard spines. I snapped photo after photo thinking to myself, what a beautiful world we live in to have such abundant heart medicine growing just outside people's front doors. In European traditions, hawthorn is immersed with mystery and folklore. In the spring, its branches are filled with white to pink blossoms that attract countless pollinators. The scent of the flowers has been described as everything from death and decay to the divine and erotic. Depending on the location, hawthorn is often found blooming in late April through May and has been long associated with Beltane, the cross-quarter holiday between spring equinox and summer solstice. I live in a northern latitude, zone 4, and this beautiful tree here is blooming about mid-May or so, just a little bit past mid-May. Hawthorn is for the heart. Hawthorn is easily my most loved herb for the heart. And while we can classify hawthorn with a handful of medicinal words like astringent, antispasmodic, cardiotonic, diuretic, hypotensive, but a better understanding is simply that hawthorn nourishes and protects the heart. As a result, hawthorn's virtues benefit a wide variety of heart-related problems. Oftentimes in Western herbalism, we focus on the berries, which are ripe in the fall, but leaves and flowers are also filled with medicinal benefits. 
Large long-term and short-term studies have shown that Hawthorne offers many benefits for people who already have mild to moderate heart disease. Studies have specifically shown improvement for ankle edema, general cardiac performance, reduced blood pressure, cholesterol, fatigue, pain with increased exertion, and palpitations. That's a lot of powerful ways that Hawthorne benefits the heart. Based on these studies, researchers have concluded what herbalists have long known, that Hawthorne has a clear benefit for patients with mild to moderate heart failure. So how does Hawthorne provide so many benefits for the heart? Well, like most herbs, Hawthorne works in many ways, some of which we may never fully understand. But here's what we do know. Hawthorne is rich in flavonoids that are known to protect the cardiovascular system. Much of the heart disease in Western world is related to chronic inflammation. Regularly enjoying herbs and foods and flowers high in these flavonoids can protect the heart from chronic inflammation and oxidative stress. There are over 280 species of hawthorn trees growing around the world. The most commonly used species are Crataegus monogyna, Crataegus oxycantha, and Crataegus levigata. Hawthorns can easily hybrid, making a definitive identification a bit difficult. But for herbalists, that isn't much of a problem. A study published in January of 2020 looked at 15 different species of hawthorn plants growing around the world to determine if their levels of flavonoids and triterpenes were the same. And the study concluded that all 15 species had similar amounts of these beneficial nutrients. Hawthorns are native to Europe, Asia, North America, and parts of Africa. They are widely distributed across the earth. Hawthorn can grow as a shrub or as a tree reaching 15 to 45 feet tall. The bark and branches are brown and the wood is very hard. Hawthorn is prized for making a variety of tools. The tree has many thorns which are about a half inch to one inch long and are found along the branches. The leaves grow from one to one and a half inches long and are oval and deeply lobed. The flowers bloom from April to June depending on location. As typical of the rose family, which Hawthorne is a part of, the flowers are five petals with many stamens. The flowers grow in clusters and are about one centimeter in diameter. I just love this time of year. I don't know if you can hear, but all around me the birds are singing and it's so lovely to hear that. There's also so many flowers blooming just off camera, which you can't see. There's these huge lilac shrubs and they're just scenting the air so beautifully. I wish you could be here with me to see and smell it all, but this is a good substitute. Once Hawthorne blooms, it's going to develop fruits and keep on giving. In late summer to fall, the berries, or haws, ripen to a deep red. The fruits persist well into winter and are important forage for wildlife. Hawthorne leaves, flowers, and berries can be used as medicine. All three are commonly used as medicine for the heart. They can be prepared separately or in combination with each other. This video, I'm focusing on the leaves and flowers, and later in the year, I'll do a video specifically on the berries. You can also see my first book, Alchemy of Herbs, How to Transform Everyday Ingredients into Foods and Remedies that Heal, for more information about Hawthorne as medicine, including some of my favorite recipes. The leaves and flowers make a nice tea or a nourishing herbal infusion and are noticeably astringent. The leaves and flowers can also be extracted into alcohol. To forage your own hawthorn leaves and flowers, you wanna pick a few flowers and leaves just here and there off of a single tree. 
Your goal is to make it look like that you were never there. In other words, you don't want to just strip one branch of all the flowers and leaves. When looking at the flowers for harvesting, I was taught to harvest the ones that have the pink stamens in them. When harvesting, you'll quickly learn to mind the thorns. You can't harvest this plant without a lot of presence and attention. Another way to harvest the leaves and flowers is to carefully prune the tree with its health in mind, and then harvest the leaves and flowers from the pruned branches. If you're new to pruning, then look for guides on how to prune fruit trees for guidance. See my second book, Wild Remedies, How to Forage Healing Foods and Craft Your Own Herbal Medicine for more information on sustainable and regenerative harvesting. If you aren't foraging your own leaves and flowers, then I recommend buying those in bulk from a trusted herb supplier. I'll include my recommendations in the video description. Hawthorne is a safe and nourishing herb for most people, but there are some cautions. People taking heart medications such as digitalis and beta blockers should consult with an experienced practitioner before taking Hawthorne. Large dosages of the leaf and flower may cause stomach upset in some individuals. If this happens, decrease the amount. Hawthorne should not be used with people who have diastolic congestive heart failure. In 2019, a study was published that was looking at the best practices for how to make hawthorn flower and leaf medicines. The researchers looked at dry versus fresh hawthorn. They also looked at the leaves versus the flowers, and they also compared different extraction methods to see what's the most potent. All of these methods were tested to see which had the highest nutrients. This study was so in-depth and fascinating, and I wish we had studies like this for all my favorite plants. The tea recipe I'm sharing with you is based on the findings in that study. Out of all of the extraction methods tested, a simple tea or infusion was found to be the simplest and best way to work with Hawthorn medicine. And I love that. I love teas because they're simple to make, they can be delicious, and they're a wonderful way to immerse yourself with the plant world. I also love that this study showed that you don't need to buy expensive supplements in order to get the best benefits with Hawthorne. They also showed that the flowers and leaves have different and complementary nutrients, so working with both is a good idea. They tested many different ways of making Hawthorne tea, and they concluded that the most important practice to increase the extraction of nutrients was to grind the dry plant. They recommended doing this just before you make the tea, Otherwise, the flowers and leaves can oxidize, which isn't good. The researchers really emphasized that grinding the plant material was important. They wrote, clearly, grinding the dry plant is the most important parameter to increase the extraction yields for all of the quantified components. With the results of that study in mind, here's how I recommend you make your hawthorn flower and leaf tea. The simple ingredients are three grams of dried hawthorn flower and leaf, one cup of water. You begin by measuring out three grams of hawthorn flower and leaf using a kitchen scale. I highly recommend measuring this by weight so you get an accurate amount. Then you wanna grind the leaves and flowers using a spice grinder that's reserved for herbs especially. You don't wanna use what you use for coffee because your tea will taste like coffee and vice versa. As previously mentioned, you'll want to grind your hawthorn up just before each cup of tea. Place the hawthorn herb into a French press or another glass container that has a handle with a pour spout. Boil the water, then you're going to pour that water into the French press. Let that sit, 
covered for three to 10 minutes. The researchers said that it wasn't necessary to steep for more than three minutes, but even steeping for 10 minutes is fine. Strain off the flowers and leaves, which can now be composted. If there's a lot of little bits still left in the water, you can pour that tea through a cheesecloth or a nut milk bag to gather those little bits. Some of you might be wondering about tea bags, but researchers said that the bags hinder the extraction process and it's better to let the herbs freely float in the water. You can flavor your hawthorn tea with a bit of honey or other sweetener as desired. This preparation is a potent way to nourish your heart. I also like to add other herbs for flavor. A bit of lemon verbena is a favorite, but any aromatic plants like mints will work great. If you would like a printable recipe card for this hawthorn flower and leaf tea recipe, you can visit the link in the video description to download your free copy. Also in the video description, I've included other helpful links like where you can buy hawthorn herb, as well as both of my books. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.